Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast slash Voice America Live channel here at Scaling New Heights 2022. I am here. My guest is Louis Prosperi of The Successful Bookkeeper. Louis, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much, Ed. This is a pleasure uh, to be here with you. And um, uh, I think that this is the first one for today. It is the first one for today. So I'm going to ask you this. So you, you're, this is a relatively new venture for you, the successful bookkeeper. Relatively new. Yes. I mean, compared to when we've talked previously, which people can look up. So I want to ask you, what, what, is your why still the same? Why do you do what you do? Is that still the same regardless of where you've been? Well, yes. Actually, that, that's a really good question because technically my goal has always been to to help educate and help professionals uh, be successful Mm -hmm. and develop firms that uh, they can enjoy, get what they really want and goals, Mm -hmm. and at the same time have a healthy profit and make sure that it it not only takes care of their professional desires, Mm -hmm. but achieves their personal goals as well. Right, and that's when we were when I was part of the certification body mm-hmm. programs in the yep. past. Uh, that was always been a, a key focus, and and with the successful bookkeeper, what we're doing here is is building the community and trying to make it grow for professional bookkeepers and firms, so that they get the resources, tools, and access to information, knowledge, expertise that allows them to to achieve their goals, right? And, and so it, technically it's always been that because I also did the consulting mm-hmm. component where I consulted directly with CPA firms and, and bookkeeping firms to help them. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's the in the same is, way. The why is still the same. Yeah. So, but uh, have you expanded geographically? Primarily you were focused on Canada previously. Is that still the case? Well, uh, except up until the successful bookkeeper, my dominance has been with Canadian accountants and bookkeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a little stretch with ICB, the International Certified Bookkeepers in, in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, this is the first one where I'm actively looking at it from a global perspective. Uh, the majority of our, of our base right now is North American, which is about 80% of our base, and then uh, the next big one is Australia, and then the rest of the rest of the world at this point. Okay, English speaking. That would be a good way to put it. Yes, English speaking. Yes. Outstanding, outstanding. And what what do you think that that bookkeepers specifically, as opposed to you know people who are full CPAs, what have bookkeepers learned about themselves during the last two crazy years with of COVID? That's a that that's a, an interesting question, because I think the industry in general, uh, what what's happened is it fast-forwarded what we were planning to do anyway, which was virtual, virtual-based accounting and mm-hmm, bookkeeping, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it allowed us to understand that we can achieve and work effectively without having to be physically at, at the customers mm-hmm. and utilizing the tools and resources in a much better way. I think uh, uh, it's, made, it's made us more conscious about uh, maximizing technology compared to before. Right now, I'm going to preface this because, uh, uh, and I'll be a bit of a bias because uh, I have lived in the bookkeeping world a lot longer than I have lived in the CPA world. I've lived in both, but this, mm-hmm. but professional bookkeepers have always been attuned to technology in a, in a very quicker way than than most, 
And um, I just think that uh, in COVID, they, they excelled. Uh, much easier. It wasn't that big of a, a stretch for them to to migrate. I would agree. And uh, Ron Baker and I have always said that we, we felt that the bookkeepers, especially those in Canada, were, were far ahead of a lot of the professionals that we spoke to even worldwide, which I think was, was great, both from a technological perspective and from a business model perspective. Yeah. And, and I think we discussed this way back when. Uh, what's interesting about professional bookkeepers compared to uh, professional accountants is is that bookkeepers usually came from another they didn't start off as professional bookkeepers. They came from another profession or another industry. So they had a wider approach or wider concept. So they weren't wearing blinders. As, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's fair to say, but blinders in, in one area. And that allowed them to look at things differently and have a broader prospect and also take more, more risks and uh, try things out more. Mm-hmm. But what what are the challenges that they face now? What what has if if we've accelerated the technology piece? Is it still technology that's one of their biggest challenges, or, we, or have they moved on to some other things that are become more challenging? So, thanks to value pricing and fixed pricing, which which professional bookkeepers tend to have uh, adopted much quicker mm-hmm. in their in their programs, um, the biggest challenge now is monetizing their expertise. Mm. So, and what I mean by that is their knowledge and expertise has been kind of thrown in with the uh, general bookkeeping services. And that's probably the biggest challenge that the professional bookkeepers that understand and separate the difference between the knowledge and expertise component of their business and monetize it and effectively communicate that will exceed and excel in this market because the reality is uh, entrepreneurs and business owners aren't really interested in, well, they are in the data entry reconciliation, but they really want the peace of mind. They want the ability to have access to the knowledge base Mm -hmm. uh, so that they can make accurate and reliable decisions. And that's what they're looking for and the response time to be faster. And have, have you found that, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me that, that accounting firms worldwide, really, have been moving to what they call CAS, client accounting services or client advisory services, depending upon which A you want to put in there. Right. And, and this is really, in a sense, what, what some of the forward-thinking bookkeepers have been doing for a decade or more. Yeah. I, I, I think the difference is that the, 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 this, the part that's probably not there is that the bookkeepers didn't realize they were doing it until recently, I guess is the best way to put it. Right, um, because th- what I call when you call advisory services, which is a broad topic, I like to go into what I call business management services, mm. which is is different from my. And I'm going to make my own definition. Business management services are the daily activities and management that is required for the entrepreneur to make decisions, which whereas where the bookkeeper is probably the most active, interactive with the customer. If they now take that automation and all that stuff that they do at the front end and now add the management component, they've elevated themselves to, you call it, I mean, people call it fractional CFO, controller, whatever you want. But to me, it's business management services. Yeah, once you get to that, 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 position where you've got the books in order and what you're now doing is taking a look forward to, to giving some kind of an insider advice as to what the, you believe to be happening in the future, that's that's when that kicks off. Well, it, we, we've done this in the past, right? And the reality is people don't really care what happened in the past. Right. They, they don't mind getting a, a synopsis of the past. They don't really care what happens today. 
their their thing is all about risk aversion for for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The ability to be able to predict and understand what tomorrow brings is where the real value is, right? And we're not even talking two, three years out. We're talking 30-day increments or even 60-day increments. And that's where professional bookkeepers, if they utilize their abilities, they can do that quite effectively and be indispensable to the to the, uh, to the entrepreneur. And Louis, I've got an exit question that I can, I'm going to ask all of my guests, or I have asked all of my guests, and this: who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Now, you asked me this many, many years ago, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, and I'm going to say the same thing, and uh, it's, it's, it's my wife. And uh, the reason, it's kind of a personal reason, Ed, is because I think I'm extremely difficult to get along with. And you have to be literally a saint to be with me for almost 40 years. So, uh, yeah. And, I, and by the way, I'm not the only one that says this. Almost everybody that knows me and looks at her, they go, I don't know how she does it. So, <laughs> so yes, she's a hero of mine. Uh, and lastly, Louis, how can somebody get a hold of you now? Uh, well, they can reach me at um, lp at successfulbookkeeper.com or uh, uh, lp at strategicclarity.ca. Those are the two areas. I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, and um, I also have Facebook, I guess. Everybody has that. So those are the areas that if you want to get a hold of me and connect. All right. Louis Prosperi with The Successful Bookkeeper. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Slot Leadership Podcast and live at Voice America Live at Scaling New Heights 2022. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.